الذي خلقك فسواك فعدلك فعدلك في أي صورة ما شاء ركبك كذا بل تكذبون بالدين وإن عليكم لحافظين وإن عليكم لحافظين كراما يعلمون ما تفعلون إن الأبرار لفي نعيم وإن الفجار لفي يصلونها يوم الدين وما هم عنها بغائبين وما
Mm. Can't remember if it was uh, it was last week's dikkar or now recently. Um, we started to explore this issue of of uh, of dread, and that it is a, a perfectly reasonable way of being alive to be in a state of dread. I'd like to pick that up um, uh, by suggesting that there's if you think of a painter <coughs> a painter has um, uh, I mean an artist there's a canvas which has which forms the backdrop of whatever the painter puts on and it, um, uh, you know, it could be a, a, a landscape or a portrait or a, a still life. But whatever the, the painter layers on top, it requires a backdrop. It requires a base coat, if you like. It requires a canvas. It's the, the canvas forms the, 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 the back the 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 substrate, the matrix that everything else sits on, and so too. There's a matrix, there's a substrate to our inner world, our inner life. And that that matrix is a is is an emotional one. Well, you can call it an emotional one because it has to do with feeling. It is a feeling. It is a a sense. There's actually only two. You can have mixes between them. It's like you can have various shades of gray, but in essence, gray is a mixture between light and dark. So there's only two basic canvas backdrops to our being. And both of them are the, the feeling response of being a highly intelligent, very small creature looking out at an unfathomably vast universe. The one response to that, reasonable response to that insight is dread, disquiet, unsettled heart. fearfulness. In some cases that can be pitched all the way up to blatant terror. It is this feeling that something's going to go wrong. The sky's going to fall on our heads. There's a catastrophe lurking around the corner. That this, this, is, this is all too improbable and, and a disaster awaits. One of the attributes of this experience, what produces this experience, is the assumption, the view, that you are one isolated, tiny creature among many 
who are all contending and most of them are bigger than you. You have to fight for your life. You have to do battle with the world. You have to struggle for your good. The world is a vast and alienating place, populated with those who wish to do you ill. It either wishes to do you ill, or even worse, has no regard for you whatsoever because it is unconscious. It is not deliberate at all. There's no intelligence behind it. It's just random events. There's nothing more dangerous to you than random events. If we took your body and submitted it to pure randomness, you would be less than a splotch on the floor. So this, this sense that I live in a, a universe that's governed by wild and random and vast things is terrifying. And so the, this backdrop the feeling that is the base on which all of your thoughts and feelings happen, and mostly we're not even aware of it, because it, you know, you're not aware of the canvas underneath the, the backdrop is one of dread. Now I'd like to suggest a second possibility, a second quality that that backdrop can have. And I'd like to explore this in, by way of a, a metaphor. You get invited to a party. You walk through the gate, and every creature that's ever been made is in this party. Every, all of them, as you walk through the gate, raise their hands in salute. It's him! It's Musa, it's Shakir, it's Dr. Salamu alaikum. And you can feel coming from them is the greatest sense of regard, the greatest sense of love, the greatest sense of affirmation. This vast collection, infinite number of beings at this festival are there <coughs> for you to celebrate you. Every one of them wish you well. <coughs> Every one of them are be, are your, is, would be your benefactor and they'll be your ally. They'll be your ally insofar as they would protect you if disasters are coming towards you. They'd step between you and the door and say, hey, you can't hurt him, he's one of ours. How would you feel? How would you feel if you walked into that festival where every creature alive greeted you as, as if you were the only reason why everything was there. You'd be joyful. <coughs> you would be ecstatic. <coughs> you would be... Your, the, the base of your being would be deeply pleasurable. Is it not pleasurable when people recognize you and wish well for you and you can see it in their eyes? But this is not just the people, it's the trees, it's the rocks, it's the sun, it's the grass, <coughs> it's the bird, the dog, everything. That's him. How would you feel? You would feel ecstatic. 
It is obviously an extreme expression. Just the absolute terror is an extreme expression of the, of the worst possibility. This absolute joy is an extreme expression of the best. Our journey on this path is to move from the dread to the ecstasy. That's what we're about. What is not useful about my metaphor is that I got the causality the wrong way around. Because we think, no, 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 that, 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 that's not like that, you see. Uh, I don't feel that because I don't feel like the world that I'm in finds me significant and greets me and all of this is nonsense. Where are you coming? This is nonsense. Right? So I can't feel like that because the world doesn't treat me like that. I have to have the world treating me like that before I can feel this joy. The secret is that the causality is the other way around. It's not the world that has to treat you like that for you to feel this. Feel this and the world will treat you like that. So, the most profound work you can do is the work on the base coat to your being. On the canvas that underlies everything. On the, the, your deepest, innermost feeling that the rest of your being sits on. That is inner work. That work produces the experience where you, over time, increasingly experience that the whole world loves you. The whole world protects you. The whole world is your benefactor. The whole world is your ally. And even the elements of struggle are somehow part of the delight. So, in the Zawiya, our curiosity is about the possibility of unconditional intent. In other words, not to do things to get things, but to know that we have and therefore we do. We're not an emptiness that wants to be full, we're a fullness that empties. We do things for the love of doing them. Because we know that when we exercise that capacity, that skill, then what happens is that our, this base coat, the character of our, the base coat of our being changes. Because our experience is, is increasingly an experience of gratitude, and it's that experience of gratitude that we then look up and we find that the entire world is my friend. I don't have to dominate. I don't have to stand out. I don't have to be significant. I don't have to push anybody around. 
Because when I do that, they just resist me. I just have to act consistently with the sure knowledge that they're on my side. And without me even, I, I get given what I didn't even know I needed. <clears throat> Before I needed it, it is there. The dhikr of Allah, the heart becomes tranquil. Who is Allah? He's Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. He is the one who is merciful in what he grants and is one who is merciful in what he withholds. He's the one who's, who's merciful insofar as your benefactor, and he's the one who's merciful insofar as your ally, your protector. <clears throat> with the vicar of, with the remembrance of that. And what is he? Who is he? He's wherever you turn your face, is his face. So all of that is your benefactor and your ally. Remember that. Because that makes your heart tranquil. That assuages the dread. And when it makes your heart tranquil, and you've assuaged the dread, you start acting, you start feeling that the world is your ally, and then you will witness that the world is your ally. And things will go right for you that haven't been going right for you for years. You will find you no longer need to contend. You don't need to arm yourself against day-to-day life. It all comes to you. The entire world becomes tame for you. The stars, one of the great shiuk of our um, he was uh, Sheikh Abu Majan Sheikh. <coughs> he was an illiterate uh, um, uh, Berber. Um, no, in fact, I think he was. Uh, he was. Uh, he was. He was uh, had been a slave. Was black. When this man would sleep, snakes would come out of his robe. This man was the friend of all that existed. And everything that existed was his friend. He would communicate with snakes. He would communicate with birds. He himself had become deeply wild. And what, in other words, he was no longer of the humans who sat behind their walls trying to protect themselves from the universe. He had opened himself completely. Immense courage. So that all of that had become his friend. May Allah grant us newness to Amen. May Allah grant us annihilation. Amen. May Allah us death before we die. Amen. In Allah, how malaikatu wa yusallu wa nabi. Ya ayyuhaladina amanu wa sallu wa nabi wa sallam. Taslima. Allahumma ahsani ala sayyidina Muhammadin abdika wa rasulika nabiyuna mu'ala. Ali wa sahbihi wa sallam. Taslima. 
سبحان ربك رب العزة وما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين